please stand by. We'll be streaming. Well, praise the Lord. Wouldn't you like to see signs, wonders, and miracles take place in and through you? That's what Jesus came to show us. He came to show us signs, wonders, and miracles. Last time we looked at uh, Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 4, that a leper was cleansed. <laughs> now we're going to, now we're going to look at Matthew 8, 5 through 13, and it's also over in Luke chapter 7, 1 through 10. I, um, I'm tell, I'm, the title of this is I also. Yeah, I also. A-L-S-O. I also. That, that, that just grabbed hold of me in this passage in, in Matthew chapter 8. I also. Let me take this, uh, one verse, a few verses at a time. We're going to get through all of it. Um, no matter how important you think you are, you still need Jesus to help you to solve a problem. The centurion, a Roman soldier in charge of a hundred, hundred soldiers, an important man in the Roman army, as important as he is, he came to Jesus, or over in Luke, it says that he, he sent his servants to Jesus. No matter what, he was making sure that he was going to come to this man, Jesus, to get the answer that he needed for his, uh, his servant. So let's look at Matthew chapter 8, starting with verse 5. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him. So how do we receive our healing? That's what we want to look at today. How do we receive? How do we receive a, 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 a sign from God, a, a, a wonder, a, a, a miracle to take place in our lives? How do we receive healing that God has already provided for us? Well, the centurion came to Jesus. That's, that's, that's very simple. If, first of all, you gotta come. You know, you can sit back and moan and groan all you want to, but unless you come to Jesus, uh, he's not, he's not gonna just automatically do something for you. Come to him. Come to Jesus. He is the healer. I keep telling him every night I thank him for healing me. I'm lying in the bed just before I go to bed at night. I said, Jesus, thank you for healing me, bringing me into your good health. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Praise the name of Jesus. Second of all, he came pleading. Now that is, oh, God, please help me. Oh, I need you. No, he's not begging. He's coming pleading. Now, what does that mean? In other words, he's inviting Jesus to come to solve his problem. He's trying to persuade Jesus to come and to meet the need that he has. He's, uh, it's, it really, he's earnest about it. It's just not something haphazardly that he just throws out. He's got a heart for, to come and to, 
to Jesus and he's earnest about trying to get it accomplished. He wants this to take place so that he can, well, he can really get a, a beneficial service from, from Jesus, the healing that Jesus has in him. All right? So he, he come to Jesus. He's pleading him. He's persuading Jesus to, to do something about this. And verse 6, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at, at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. In other words, he's coming and he's making a request, making his request known. Uh, yeah, God knows everything. Jesus knows everything that's going on in your life. But you must ask, ask, and it shall be given unto you. He didn't say, uh, all you got to do is, is just come to me and I'll take care of it. No, he wants us to come, plead with him, be earnest about it, tell him what your need is. Tell him what you need. Verbalize that need for him. Make that request be made known. In other words, he's wanting you to be able to express what your need is because God already knows how he's going to meet your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But he's wanting you to acknowledge that you have a need. So you're making that request unto him. So you come to Jesus. You plead with him. You make a request known. Then verses 7 through 9. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, uh, uh, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. But only speak a word, and my servant will be healed. For I also, there's that, those two words, I also, that grabs hold of me. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. I also, I come to Jesus, pleading with him, make your request be made known, and know the authority of the spoken word. The spoken word is just not a word that Jesus just says something. The spoken word is a command for something to happen. In other words, that's what the centurion was saying. He says to listen. I also am a man under authority. And I have soldiers under me, and I tell them to go, and they go. And I tell them to uh, come here, and they come. Whatever I tell them to do, they do it. It's not a suggestion. It's a command. So he recognizes the authority of the word of Jesus is a command for sickness to leave. It's a command for sickness to be dealt with. And that sickness must 
obey. <laughs> That's what grabs hold of me. When, whenever you speak the authority of the spoken word, speaking the word of God is a command that sickness must obey. It must obey. COVID, you must get out in the name of Jesus. Flu, you must leave in Jesus' name. All of this sickness must bow its knee to the name of Jesus. That's what I, oh, take authority over the, over the sickness and command it to leave in Jesus' name. So Jesus recognizes this as great faith. Great faith is when you know that the spoken word is a command for something to take place in your life. Hallelujah. First Peter 1 7. First Peter 1 7. Let me get over there. Okay, um, I think I'm going to get there. First Peter 1 7. That the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Your faith is important to God. The genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Uh, when Jesus comes back, as recorded in Luke 18, 8, he says, Will I find faith here on this world? Will I find faith on this earth? What is he going to look for? He's going to look for people of faith, operating in faith, speaking faith, walking in faith, walking by faith and not by sight. Walking by faith, and I put it this way, not according to the way you feel. You're walking in faith. Hallelujah. So, come to Jesus, pleading with him. Make your request known. Know the authority of God's word as a command for something to take place. This to Jesus is great faith. When you recognize that his Word has authority over every situation in your life. Next of all, believe. Verse 13 of chapter 8 of Matthew. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way as you have believed. As you have believed. So let it be done for you. Well, I believe. I believe in, in healing. Uh, yes, I believe Jesus uh, went to the cross and took all sickness and disease and took my sin. I believe. Do you? Here's, here's what the word believe means. It means I trust in. I trust in what Jesus did. I have total faith in what Jesus did. I am fully convinced nothing is going to sway me one way or the other. 
I am fully convinced that what Jesus did to heal me has been done. By his stripes I was healed. I am. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. It means I'm going to acknowledge, just like I did, I acknowledge the fact that he's healed me. I'm going to totally rely on what Jesus says will come to pass. Jesus doesn't lie. What he says will happen. It will happen. So come to Jesus, plead with him, make your request known, know the authority of the word of God, believe in that word, hallelujah, and now what? Receive. 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 So let it be done for you. And and his servant was healed that same hour. Receive. Remember what it says in Mark eleven twenty four: When you pray, believe that you receive, and you shall have. You got to receive before you have. Yeah. I got to receive what Jesus has done for me before I actually have it, physically have it. I have it in my spiritual, in my spiritual life. I have it. I need to have it in my physical life, but I got to receive it totally. Hallelujah. Receive it. Receive it. Now, once I receive it, now what I'm going to do? Uh, uh, Luke chapter 7, Luke chapter 7, verse 10. Luke chapter 7, verse 10. This is, okay, this is when the, the servant, Luke records it as a servant came to, to Jesus. And verse 10, and those who were sent, the centurion sent them, returning to the house, found the servant well who was been sick. Returning to the house. Now, let me put it to you this way. You come to Jesus. Okay. You plead with him. You make your request known unto him. You know the authority of the word of God as a command over all sickness and disease. He sees that as great faith in you. You believe. You totally trust in what Jesus says will come to pass. And you receive it. You receive it. So, then what are you going to do? Sit around and moan and groan? No. I'm going to act. Once you know you have received the truth of his word, then you act. You act on what you know to be true. You act on what you know to be true. You act on know what you be true. This past week I've been dealing with, I dealt with COVID, but every day I would get up and confess and walk it out. Uh, my body would be tired, but I still do things 
that I would normally do. I would still get my rest. I still eat right. I still drink plenty of liquids. But I would act. I would not be sitting around waiting for something to take place. I was acting on what Jesus said. I have. I would received it. And I was acting on it every single day. And finally, hallelujah, totally healed in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So, Jesus always speaks the word of God, the word of the Father. John 5, 19, Jesus says, Jesus does what he sees the Father do. And then he says in John chapter 12, he only speaks what the Father tells him to speak. So he is only following the Father's instructions when he comes and speaks the word of God. And that's all we're doing. We're following the instructions of God, our Father, to speak the word of authority and act on that word. Hallelujah. Well, whew, that's a lot, isn't it? But what, what if I don't receive right away? I didn't receive right away. What, what, what do you do? Well, Second Peter gives us some light on that. Second Peter 1 4. Ah, that's first Peter. I guess second Peter is right after that, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah, I made you the math. I know two comes after one. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Second Peter 1 4. Let's, let's really start with verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. I have received the exceedingly great and precious promises. What God has promised, he has given unto me. He's given it unto you. He's given the promises unto you. He's given the promises unto you. Hallelujah. He promised it. It will take place. So how come I don't have? Well, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Hebrews six twelve, That you do not become sluggish or lazy. Yeah. In other words, when you're receiving what God has for you and you're acting on it, don't become lazy about it. Don't become lazy at all. Don't sit down and say, oh, well, it didn't work. Don't be sluggish, but imitate those who faith and patience inherit the promises. 
Now, it didn't say those who through faith inherit the promises, but those who through faith and patience. What does patience mean? <clears throat> I'm going to endure till I see the results. I am not going to give up. I'm going to keep on keeping on. I'm going to keep on keeping on. Like I said, it took me a week. I stuck with it. And Jesus manifested the healing into me that he had promised. I have it. I acted on it. And it took place. I did not give up. I wanted to. The flesh wants to. But you continue to confess what God says and you go and you find out you're going to have God's wonderful healing miracles taking place in your life every time you stand on his word. Hallelujah. So let me pray for you today. I know this is a lot to take in. Let's just remind ourselves now what is necessary for you to receive your healing. Come to Jesus. Come to him. Plead with him. In other words, I earnestly come to him and invite him to come into your life to solve the problem. Then make your request be made known. Even though he knows what you need, ask him. Let him know what you want from him. He's waiting for that. Next of all, know the authority of the word of God, that the command of the authority of the word of God will take place over sickness. It will come to pass. Sickness must leave your being in Jesus' name. That's great faith. Believing. Believing totally on the spoken word of God. You rely on it. You trust in it. You know that what Jesus says will come to pass. You receive it all by faith. You receive before you actually physical have it. And even though you haven't physically received your healing, you are walking out, acting on it, as if it has physically manifested itself in your life. Because he promised it, you're acting on what he says. Hallelujah. Then you will have, then you will receive the miracle that you need. You receive the healing that you need. So let me pray for you today. Father, today, I am not going to give up. I am not going to give up. I'm going to stand on your word. I'm going to keep on standing on your word. I am never going to give up on your word. Whatever you said, it will come to pass. And I believe it to come to pass in my life. It's going to take place. I am anticipating. I am going to act on it. And I know it to be true, for I am healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. I was healed on the cross. If I was, I am. Praise be unto God.
In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Clamando no escuro, correndo e olhando para trás. E eu o vejo de coração aberto para receber o pecador. Eu quero ser um testemunho.